And now, Jalen and Jacoby on ESPN Radio. Where the fuck is Trump? Head the deck. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Because if we ever do, yo, TV, pop the trunk. Because we make a pop the trunk and hit the sweep. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me your ba-boom, in for Jalen Rose, Marcus Spears is back. What's goody? He's got the Baton Rouge versus everybody hoodie on. Legal Money Clothing, shout out. Shout to Legal Money Clothing. Yes. Shout out. So, yes. it's this is the podcast exclusive content. First of all, on the intro, when I hear Pimp C, I, like something run through my body that makes me want to flip this table. Jalen made sure that we put that in. Bro, Pimp C is He made sure like we put that in. Port Arthur Goat. He made sure we put that in. Here it comes. So, we always have a Port Arthur connection through our brother, Stephen Jackson. Stack, yeah. Cuzzo. But I didn't know that you guys were real cousins. Real cousins. Not just black blood, people cousins. Blood cousins. Real oh, cousins. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. My whole, my dad's entire side of the family is between Simsport, Louisiana and Port Arthur, Texas. Where did you meet Stack, like how old were you? In Port Arthur at his house when I was like seven, seven. <laughs> <laughs> so my uncle. Do you guys ever get together and laugh about it? Be like, look at us now. Like, yeah, look at, we, look at we us. both made good. Look at us working made at ESPN, wearing suits on TV, wearing we play, makeup. Pro, he refuses we play to wear makeup, ball. though. I love that about him. He, he don't want no makeup. makeup. No. I always, I started like that too, but it's like you look better with makeup on. Let's be honest. <laughs> they say that about yeah. you. It's said about everybody. Nah, I look better without makeup. Everybody looks better with makeup on. You talking? Oh, about please! Color. I go to the bathroom sometimes with makeup on. I wa- I'm starting to wash my hands. I'm like, I look good. I look good. I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna go through the rest of the day like that. <laughs> so you met Stack when you're seven years old. Stack taught me how to hoop. Really? Real talk. He taught me how to hoop. Him and his brother Donnie. Donnie older than me, but he's Stack's younger brother. Um, my uncle Aaron um, was was the close uncle to my dad. Right. Yeah, yeah. He was my dad's uncle. He was my dad's dad brother. Mm. And all of that family is connected. Uh, Jack's grandparents are sister and brother with my grandparents. So that's how we cousins. Yeah. But I used to go to Port Arthur every summer. And I hooped with him. How far is it from Baton Rouge, Port Arthur? Uh, it's about three hours. Oh, that's nothing. Nah, not bad. Um, and then, too, he played at Lincoln when he was in PA. And I just... I mean, I, I hoop with him. I hooped on the court. The Houston hoops, he played for them before I did. He told them about me, and then I started playing for them. Like, Stack is, like, big in where my career went. That's great. No doubt. He's great. Cuzzo. You, you two are both unfiltered. In the media scene, in media unfiltered. Media. Both unfiltered. Yes, very unfiltered, much so. Bro. Very much so. I'm worried Stacks are getting in trouble. Yep. He's a little too unfiltered. He way more unfiltered than me. I got a professional That's edge why we love him, though. Sometimes. That's why we love him, though. He is, man. <laughs> he doesn't change off-wax to on-wax. I change. I change. There's I, an on-wax Jacoby. There's an off-wax Jacoby. I, I, I tailor it for people to be comfortable. Yes. But I'm going to still say what the hell I want to say. Of course. And that's why we love having you on the show. <laughs> Let's get the people what they want. Give the people, give people what they want. So, Marcus, we have all this news and controversy and rumors swirling around Anthony Davis and the Pelicans and the trade request. Dell Demps, the GM of the Pelicans. There's a report from ESPN's Dave McManyman. Many, 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 many men. The report is that Dell Demps was not picking up his phone. Just straight up not picking up his phone. At all? When everybody wants to talk to him. But now we have an update, Mr. Spears. Woj and Lowe are reporting that, oh, he's picking up his phone. Just not 
from Los Angeles numbers. So he's talking to people about trading Anthony Davis, but he is not talking to the Lakers. Soft move or boss move? Boss move, because who want him the most? And the Lakers? <laughs> yes! I'm here for it. I'm here for everything that happens in the NBA like this. I love, I love the fact that people do this in the NBA. I love it. He's, he'll pick up the 213, the 323 yeah. calls, the 3 He'll pick them up maybe Tuesday morning. He's just going to let him sweat. going to let him and sweat. Also, and also, it's like, it's like, what is, what is Magic Johnson and Robert Polinka going to tell him that he doesn't already know? Nothing. I know what your offer is. I know is. what you're saying. We all know what your offer is. You're sending seven guys for my one. Yeah, we know what your offer is. And I'm watching your games. I saw Brandon Ingram score 36. I see it all. I don't need to talk to you about it. Maybe we can talk about it on Tuesday when I yeah. reconsider it. But enjoy your weekend. Please stop calling me. And stop calling me from different numbers, too, because I know, I know what you're doing. Let me ask you this real quick. How terrified is the Ball family? Oh, they don't like this. This this is this is panic like in that household right now. Bad time for Lonzo to be injured because he's he got that was a bad ankle sprain. He's bad out for six sprain. weeks. They're saying the Ball family. Lavar's not happy about this. He not man. But you know what he's happy about Lamelo. He got another one. Lamelo's legit. Lamelo can legit. ball. He can. Let's move on. Oh, he mad. He big mad. So that's yeah. a boss move. Next, and it's Cantor. Who's been very vocal about his lack of playing time for the New York Knickerbockers? Yeah, there's, there's, there's a little tension between him and the franchise, and the fans. Are, he's a fan favorite around here, and uh, he got checked into the game yesterday. It was a blowout game, so there isn't the bench. He bent down, kissed the Knicks logo, which I don't know. I, it feels like it feels a little subversive to the franchise itself. Soft move, kissing the Knicks logo. When you get checked into the game. Soft move. Ooh. Yep. Act like you've been there before. Yep. And it's kind of been in the league for a while, dude. Long like, time. I know he's been off the court, ain't played in a minute. But you don't need to kid, especially that logo right now. Well, it's, it feels to me that. It's too much. It feels to me that he's he's playing to the fans. You know, Soft he's, move. He's, he's playing to the fans. He's he's yep. building he's building his his value to the fans. He's showing the fans I love you guys, even though the franchise doesn't love you. Yeah, no, nah, he lying. But and and <laughs> and he shot an air ball on his first shot. Like it's yeah, a how soft about, move. How about this? How about you skip the part where you kiss the logo Dude, and you do got, make the make I got the a lot of checks from Dallas, right? Uh -huh. The star is renowned, world renowned. I ain't ever kiss it. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's a soft move. It's also it's a bit. We have a business relationship. It's a business relationship. I play football for you. You pay me money. Business relationship. And once you stop you. paying me money, yeah, I go play for somebody yeah, else. It's a business relationship. Yeah. Moving on. KDKA is the CBS affiliate in Pittsburgh. Remember, it's in Pittsburgh, and they were doing a news story. And on the news story, you know how they do a lower third. It says the name and then who they are. It said Tom Brady, known cheater. Yeah. The person that made that graphic was fired. Firing the person for being funny. Soft move or boss move? That's a soft that's move. That's a soft move. Man. Come on now. That's yeah. a soft move. You're that's in Pittsburgh. That's so soft. What's the, what's the motto of this program? Give the people what they want. Give the people what they you're, want, you're man. You're in Pittsburgh. You don't have to be. So I understand you're a journalist. It's a news show. I get that whole thing. But have a little bit of fun. It's funny. First of all, take the run that comes with it. Right? The run is, we talking about it right now. I, I, on I, this didn't, show. I didn't know what KDKA was. Nobody knew. I, I don't tune into the so, four so you fired, KDKA. So you fired the only person that's probably brought attention to what you're doing <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the last 20 years. Exactly. And also, get the people what they want. Yeah, this man. is a national show. It's a Pittsburgh Nobody show. Nobody should lose their job for making that statement in 2019 in media. I always say you can be mean if you're funny. Yeah. And that's funny. Dude, it's you comedy. I can't say I'll get this guy or this woman a job. 
I would if I could. But I'll write a recommendation. Yeah, no doubt. But it'll be a short recommendation. Hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Hit Whoever us up. that male or female is that made that graphic probably won't probably won't you. care much weight, but we'll do it. Oh no, yeah, you yeah. Know, it'll just go straight to the junk. Like, box who the hell it is? But I'll, I won't write a strongly yeah. worded email. I'll write an in email. Yeah. All right, next, Ariana Grande. You know Ariana Grande. Yep. Okay, she has a she has a, a hit song called Seven Rings. I'm not familiar with that tune. I'm they sure said they great. took it from Soldier Boy or something like that. Soldier Boy said that. Let's not talk about Soldier Boy right now. Okay, it's <laughs> a longer conversation. Okay, that's a longer conversation. Drake, <laughs> Drake, <laughs> Soldier Boy actually invented this program. He did. We we Shout are to Soldier Boy. Thank you so much. We are the three Soldier Boy for starting yeah, like podcasts and TV I started them. Yeah, he started. Yeah, he started television. He started yeah. media. Shout to Soldier Boy. So. <laughs> Ariana Grande, Grande, created by Soldier Boy, has a song called Seven Rings, and she wanted to com- commemorate the success of that song with a tattoo. Yeah. So she got the Japanese letters on her hand mm-hmm. that say Seven Rings. However, as often happens with tattoos in a foreign language, it doesn't say Seven Rings, Marcus Spears. It was unfinished. Do you know what it says? Small charcoal grill. <laughs> Small charcoal grill. <laughs> Tattoos in another language. Soft move or boss move? That's a soft move. I, if, if I was going to get a tattoo in another language, I would have it confirmed by seventeen different people. Cole, how the hell does this happen? I love. I just love the fact. I just love the fact that it, it wasn't finished yet. So I guess they're going to tweak it. But Yo. small charcoal grill. Who's on our team? I don't know. You need to be fired. Soldier Boy. Soldier, Soldier, Boy. Soldier, Boy. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, probably. They did get it fixed, and so now it says seven rings. Okay. But, like, I just love the fact that of all the mistakes, it was small was that, charcoal Was that grill. in the inside? That's on her palm? Yeah, in the palm. That's, that's a soft move. Yeah, it's a soft move. That's a soft move, too. Sitting across from Jalen Rose in this studio at this table is is honestly brought me some of the best moments in my life. Makes me happy. Makes me feel confident. It's just been such a nice project to work on for eight years. But there's one downside to sitting across the table from Jalen Rose. You got to stare at that hairline all the time. I spend so much time staring at this man's hairline that I get a little insecure about mine. I'm creeping in the corners. I'm losing a little bit of hair. Well, guess what? 66% of men start losing their hair by age 35. Here's the thing. When you start to notice your hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair that you've lost. Is that hairline slowly creeping in the corners like mine? Guess what? Do you want to stop it? Do you want to do something about it? Right now you can. There's a solution for all this. Go to forhims.com. F-O-R-H-I-M-S.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss and also skin care and other wellness supplements just for men. Go to forhims.com. Com. There's so much science out there that's been advancing that baldness is now optional. Forhims connects you with real doctors and they give you medical grade solutions to treat your hair loss. Keep the hair that you have. No awkward in-person doctor visits. Save hours. Save money by going to forhims.com. And right now, our listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. They treat ED hair loss, skin care, and all other wellness supplements for men. Go to 4 slash J-A-N-D-J. Get this trial month for just $5. That's 4 J-A-N-D-J. Anthony Davis. A-D. Fresh off a win in Houston, the Pelicans were hosting 
the Nuggets last night, and all the action happened before the game, not during the game. We all know with all the controversy swirling around him, they have a hype video that they play before the game, and they have taken Anthony Davis's face out of the hype video. All of the parts that had Anthony Davis in it, which you can imagine were more than a couple because it's Anthony Davis, are no longer appearing. What? Not the biggest deal in the world, but still something. Not Someone had to deal. make that decision. It's a big deal. Why is it a big deal? Because you sell your stars. Mm-hmm. They can't sell Anthony Davis because he won't be there. That's the first sign for me. Like, let's not let's let's not be the people in media um, that's always speculating, right? If somebody take their marquee player out of the things that have always been hot sellers for them, he's gone. He's gone. This isn't a Kobe, this isn't a Kobe Bryant when the Lakers when he wanted to get a trade when he ended up no. paying. Like he's gone. If you you had to, someone had to make a phone call. Look, I work in television production. Someone had to make a phone call. Had to call somebody else. Who called somebody else? Called somebody else. Then someone's got to get in the edit room and take out Anthony Davis and remix it and add different shots and make sure it's still the same time and all that. Like that's until you until your point, Kobe. He was in a lot of it. He was. He was in a lot of it. So to remove him was literally removing him. So now what they said. Because they're media savvy too. They came yeah, out and sure. said they removed him because they wanted, they were afraid that there'd be a negative reaction from the crowd. So, so, so they weren't afraid of the actual person being there? Yeah, because, because <laughs> what actually happened when he walked out of the tunnel, there was like very, 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 maybe a few people booing. Look, it, it's what's going to happen, right? We saw, we saw Cleveland have a meltdown and burn everything LeBron James when they decided to leave, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like fans have evolved to the point where they know, especially in the NBA, where they know if our star is not in the market or if he's not in position to win, more than likely he's going to get out of here. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. Well, also there's this information. My man Woj, he's always, he's always, he's always got the information. Yeah, he don't sleep. He said that the Pelicans have, quote, no interest, end quote, in a deal between the Lakers and the Pelicans that would move Anthony Davis to join LeBron in Los Angeles. No interest in doing that right now. Kobe, if I had something you wanted bad, Mm-hmm. And I said I had no interest in in having a conversation with you about what you want. How much leverage have I just created? A lot. Makes me want it more. Preach. That's what. They and do. here's the thing: is they may have interest in moving like, listen, him. That's they, what they do. But but you know what? It's like we don't have to show interest until 24 hours before the trade Dude, deadline. We maneuver. We can work something out. Like look, it. This can go down in Pelicans history as one of the best trades they ever made. Could. Or it could go down as the franchise that got everybody fired, right? The franchise move. So regardless of what those two outcomes are, you got to play coy to get the most. Like if, like what you expect them to, what you expect Bill to come out and do? Hey, we open. Yeah. Like we open for business. Everybody send We're trying office. to get him out of here. We'll we'll give you we'll give you 70 cents on the dollar. We just don't want him around anymore. If I got if I got the lack, if I got the the 87 lack with the with the dual tires on the back and the tire on the hood and that's the car you've been looking for your entire life, that's the car that's going to take you to the next level to get you that girl you've been trying to get forever. I'm going to tell you you can't get that car. <laughs> till you give me 30 more thousand. <laughs> right? That's like let's do this. That's negotiating. If you if let's let's imagine because all all the experts are saying that he's not going to get moved by the trade deadline. Bobby Marks has said there's like a one percent chance that he get moved before the trade deadline, which is shocking to me because what do they know? The trade. So they all they do know more than <laughs> us. Do, say that they, much. they know, know more than us. So let's imagine that it plays out that way. Trade deadline comes and goes. A couple, yep. couple people get moved here and there. Don Maker, Marquise, Chris, whatever. But Anthony Davis stays with the Pelicans. You've been in the locker rooms. You've played ball. 
how does that play out? Like, what is the locker room vibe between his current teammates and him now on the plane, at practice, on the court? How does that play out? It depends on what, what kind of teammates you have, mm-hmm. right? If you got the kind of teammates Pittsburgh had when Le'Veon Bell was holding out, it's going to be a terrible situation. Yeah. Right? If you got teammates in the locker room that's sure about their position, they look like, and they like, hey, they doing what's best for him. And that's my brother and I rock with his decision. I don't like the fact that he he leaving. I don't like that he want to go play somewhere else. But that ain't no indictment on me. We all pros. Now, if you got a group of guys that take that approach, then they'll be fine. But more than like, dude, it's just uncomfortable. Like, it's imagine your imagine somebody close to you being at your crib and they they there because they being forced to stay there, but they don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you in a position like. Man, this is awkward, man. Like, I love this dude. I like this dude. We battled together for a long time, but he don't want to be here no more. He don't want, he don't want to share this house with me anymore. But right now he can't leave. And right? It's just awkward. There's so much discussion about Anthony Davis joining LeBron James, but neither of them are playing basketball right now. Neither one of them. You know, we've got Anthony Davis is hurt. He's got his finger hurt. Who knows how serious that is? I'm not going to say that he's faking it or whatever, but like, we'll see how he deals with injuries the rest of the season if he stays with the Pelicans. And he ain't doing nothing we ain't seen though, Cole. Oh, of course. Like Kawhi did the same thing. Oh, yeah. Kawhi just did this. Jimmy Butler just requested a trade and put, put, um, Minnesota under the fire to get him out of there, right? So as soon as Rich Paul made this announcement, he knew all all hell was going to break loose in the NBA. And the thing is, is we knew this was coming the whole time anyway. When he signed with Rich Paul, we all saw this coming. It's like, so all my friends asked me, like, isn't this big news? It's like, not really. If he just said it, he said what we all he knew. He said what we all knew. He said what we all knew. Yeah. So then you got LeBron James. He, remember Christmas when they waxed the Warriors? Yeah. It was a long, feels like a long time ago, doesn't it? Was it was a while Over ago. a month ago. He strained his groin then. Still hasn't played. It's now been 17 games, the longest he's ever missed in his career. So now you've got LeBron James. We all thought he was going to come back Thursday night, tonight, against the Clippers. He has now announced that while he's playing the scrimmages and he's doing, he's doing, he's playing, he's practicing, he's doing scrimmages, he's fully ready to go. He's not playing tonight against the Clippers, which surprises me. Because I assumed he would play against the Clippers, which gives him one game before he plays against the Warriors again in prime time on ABC at 8.30. So my question for you is, do you think he comes back for his first game back from 18 games out to play against the Warriors on ABC in prime time? Yep. yep. You think he can do that? Yep. Yep. If it was someone else, I would say maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. that's not the stage. Maybe this that's dude, not when you want to get get back. But with LeBron James, he can, I literally think he can do anything. Yeah. Has he not done anything? He's ever done everything. That we, he's done everything we ever thought we could see from a great player in basketball. So look, this is this is not about LeBron not being ready. This is about LeBron doing what the hell he want to do. Oh yeah, LeBron don't want to come back. Until he play Golden State. Now, if we find out he don't want to play in this next game, it's gonna be because LeBron doing what the hell he want to do. Like we, we we not like ain't nobody telling LeBron, hey, you got to get back for the Warriors game. It damn no. sure ain't Luke Walton. People ask questions. How you feeling? How you feeling? You ready to go? You ready to go? Are you okay? Yeah. Well, well, and then they come to us and, and he, they if say, if he says, yeah, I'm ready to go, they don't say, oh, you know what, we want to take this careful. We want we don't want to rush you back. They do whatever he says. They do whatever he says. And then LeBron might want to come back against Golden State because of what we previously was talking about to show AD, hey man, we close. You make this move. Yeah, because they, I mean, they wax the they, Warriors on Christmas. Wax. On Christmas. The only thing, like, I have a little bit of a pause, all right? Ooh. I don't have pause about AD, like, going to L.A. Magic got to be very strategic on who he sends, though. 
because I think he got some good pieces. I don't think he has too much say in it. Because you do look at this roster and you say, all right, you take away Kuzma, you take away Ball, you take away Ingram, you take away Zubac, you take away a pick, and then you, everybody else you're left with is on a one-year deal. Like, this team is going to look very, very different very next different. season. And it's probably two seasons away, even with AD, probably two seasons away from being in the finals. No doubt. I think that's fair to say. And if you two seasons away, that put LeBron in his 18th year. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first kink in the armor we've seen. Let with me say LBJ. something, Marcus. Let me say this on Wax, though. And we putting it on Wax. This is also good for business. KD leaving the Warriors, so good for business. Ooh. AD wanting to come to the Lakers, so good for business. AD getting traded somewhere where he doesn't want to re-sign and then going to the Lakers, so good for business. All the drama in the NBA is one of the reasons the NBA is Bro, on the way up. The NBA could literally have a separate reality show that has nothing to do with games. No. And it would be the most fire thing on TV. I've, I do this show every single day. I find myself doing less and less X's and O's breakdowns of games and more and story more lines. about this stuff. Cause yeah. stories are stories. Stories are stories, stuff, bro. And that's what's important. You know, we always talk about news, but right now it's time for news that really matters. Okay. Mr. Spears, you're from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Climate's very different down there. Here we are in the middle of a winter in New York City. How do you feel about these uh, single, single digit temperatures this morning? I don't know what this means. My body don't know what this means. Well, if you live in Missouri, you're kind of used to these kind of things. I'm kind of used to these kind of things growing up in the Northeast. And in uh, Warrensburg, Missouri, the police have been proactive about this. They don't want to go outside. So they took to Facebook, and this is what they posted. So we're asking a favor, at least for the next three days. Can you keep the criminaling to a minimum? It's really cold out. Do yourself and us a favor. Stay inside. Be nice to each other. Watch reruns of Say Yes to the Dress. We hear from the firefighters. It's a really good show. Okay, thanks. So the police are out here asking criminals to nicely. stop criminaling nicely. nicely. What do you think about that move from the from the Warrensburg County Police Department? I like that move. And it also tells the criminals we know who you are. Yeah, you know what the criminals are saying? We ain't going outside, we ain't going anyway. outside anyway, yo. <laughs> exactly. Like you we can't, don't need you to ask you us. You can't move fast <laughs> in this situation. Like and we're gonna be the only people outside. So it'll be easy to catch us, man. But but look, look, the, the Cole, this this weather situation, bro, it it is It's I, affected you, I can tell. I didn't my body didn't know how to respond when I walked out of the hotel this morning. <laughs> like my face got tight and my, it it's like I had a a weight sitting on my face. Sometimes, and I'll make, make this brief, sometimes when I walk outside and it's this cold out, I'm like, how did our species get here? How did we do it? Why don't we just travel Without- south like the birds? Like, why are we doing this? This doesn't make any sense. Why is the city here? Y'all welcome I'm to Dallas. I'm strongly word. You're welcome to, to come to my house in Dallas anytime, bro. I got a lot of children. You're going to kick us out after come two on, days. Nah, you kick us out after two days. Nah, we, we're from the south. We hospitable. So the Super Bowl is this weekend, and you later on will tell us exactly who's going to win because you're a very serious football analyst. You're going to predict the game winner. Yep. I've got some other predictions. It's now time for Jacoby's only semi-serious but still kind of fun Super Bowl predictions. <laughs> Are you ready, Marcus Beers? Let's go. First one. The Patriots run the exact same trick play in the Super Bowl they ran last year when Tom Brady dropped the ball, except this time he redeems himself and catches it. What? Terrible prediction. What? Nope. What do you mean? Not going to do it. Nope. Not going to do it. They Not ran it last it. year. Because no one will they, be expecting it. But yeah, they will. They prepare. You have no idea the preparation that these defensive coordinators will put into seeing everything but they did But it didn't did work them. last year. So they're going to think it will work this year. No, that's why they don't think it's going to work. All right, I'm going to get one of these. I'm going to get you. you go, and one you of get, these, I'm going to get you. You get uh, 
You get Tom Brady blowed up on that play. <laughs> yeah, if they're ready for it, yeah, he'll be retired right there. He'll retire on the field. Like, All right, no more. You know what? All no the time about me retiring? Yeah, yeah now I'm about I'm to done. retire. Next, Dom Sue. One of my favorite players, but he's emotional. Shout out. Yep. We'll get two unsportsmanlike penalties and be ejected from the game. What? Nah. One unsportsmanlike penalty? Nah. Not one from Dom Sue. All that adrenaline, all that lead up, all that anticipation, all that emotion. I've seen him do some unsportsmanlike things on a football field before. He is a very unsportsman type guy. Yes. But in this situation, no. Right? He's not the perennial superstar Mm-mm. on this defense. Aaron That's Donald. Aaron Donald. And I think McVay created a culture for these guys where they don't feel bottled up, so they don't have to do extra to try to express themselves. To be fair to Doc and Sue, who is a supporter of the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy, Shout out. he has been on his best behavior this season. And Dom has settled same down. Same with Talib, same with Peters. Yeah, because it's a great environment. Like yeah. Wade Phillips, playing for Wade Phillips will change that for you. Mm-hmm. Like the defense coordinator for the Rams, he'll change it. Next prediction, I might get you this terrible. one. You're doing terrible right now. Maroon 5 will be booed when they're announced at the halftime show. I thought they got canceled. <laughs> you wish they got canceled. They canceled the press conference. And Marcus got, Spears was like, they canceled Maroon 5. I, I wish they would have because I wanted Lil Baby up there with, with Lil Boosie and... Um, <laughs> Just Atlanta. It should be Atlanta artists. It should be, man. I mean, Future and Young Jeezy. I wanted them. Um, nah, they ain't going to boo. Can you name a Maroon 5 song? Nah. I'm trying I know to think. the dude. I know sure the dude that's on um, X Factor. Yeah, Adam Levine. But if you played me their their songs, I could probably sing along to the chorus. But I cannot sit here and on, I'm I'm being honest. I cannot name a Maroon Five song. I ain't really good at naming nobody's songs though. Like to my to my for me, just being honest with myself and everybody else out there. Like I don't really know words to songs, and I don't really know names of songs. <laughs> but when they come on, I rock with them if I know. Them. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Todd Gurley re-aggravates his knee injury, does not play in the second half. Nah. That's like a... There's a chance. I guess that's a prediction. He's kind of hurt. He kind of hurt. He's kind of hurt. He kind of he, he sat out a couple games in the regular season. He played well against the Cowboys. Barely played. Do you think the Patriots would tackle him in a different way knowing that he's got a hurt knee? Yeah. Hell yeah. You don't the think, Patriots. You don't think there's a chance that perhaps... He re-aggravates that knee injury, and we have a similar performance that we saw last week. It's a chance because he's a running back. I got you, so there's a chance. It's a good, it's a so chance. there's a chance. It's a chance. Okay, good. I, I give you that. It's a chance. Next. Bill Belichick always takes away your best weapons. Yep. So I'm predicting that Tyler Higby will have a huge game for the Rams. What? That's actually a good That's a good. Oh, I got you. I got you. That's a good one. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. Yes. That's a good one. Because you – listen – Here's the deal in all of the Patriots' losses. It's been unsung heroes. That's all because they take away, they're going to take away Gurley. They take away your guys. Take away Cooks. And and, and not only that, they have to have big games. It's not just like you're going to have a couple third downs where Higby going to make a play, Mm -hmm. right? The bootleg that uh, Jared Goff threw to him in the Saints game was huge, right? Making that play. So, I can I can rock with that. Okay, good. I can rock with that. Next, and it might create some matchup problems. Tight ends or matchup. I'm stealing this one from my brother Jalen Rose. Yeah, but he steals from me all the time, so whatever. It's cool. Nikel Roby Coleman gets called for two big pass interference calls. They looking for him. Yeah, you got that one. Yep. See, I stole that one from Jalen. I stole that one from Jalen. Yep. Because you think about it, he he didn't just he didn't just get away with it. He showed out that he got away with human nature. 
you know, and the and the referees gonna be looking at him. They're gonna be looking it's at just him like, differently. It's than just other like the, it's just like, but yeah. but believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds for people out there, like offensive linemen with uh, a history of holding. Get called for holding. They get called for holding, and and the refs come into the game knowing, of course, that they have a history of holding. Oh, we see this in right? the NBA more than anything else. So, Roby Coleman plays the nickel corner position, and what that does is that covers the slot, which would be Julian Edelman. That's tricky, right? That's a tough, tough cover. Tough cover. It'll be sometimes where he'll either grab him to stop him from getting across his face, or he might bump him early. Like he did against the Saints. That wasn't a bump. That was that, that was more. Yeah. That was a hit. That was a hit. That was a hit. But yeah, I, I can see that. That's that's good by you and Jalen, man. Here's, here's my final one. Marcus Spears will take at least one nap during the game. Hell yeah! <laughs> As we head into the Super Bowl, there's a lot of speculation about some of the players in the Patriots. Most notably, Tom Brady. He was asked whether or not he would retire after this game, and he said there was zero chance. Zero. Held up the zero. And Robert Kraft was asked about his future with the Patriots. And he's turning 42 in August. He's scheduled to make $27 million against the cap next year. Robert Kraft said that he would have no reservations about extending his contract beyond next year into his mid-40s. Mr. Spears, do you think that is a sound decision from the owner of the Patriots? Hell yeah. Yep. Explain yourself. Who playing at a higher level? There's a, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I keep naming them. Okay. I would take. I would replace Brady with Mahomes, Breeze, Rogers, Luck maybe. Okay. And Rogers. So what Those you're be, saying? So he's a top is, five quarterback in the league. Extend the hell He's out number of five, but he's a top five quarterback in the league. Extend the hell out If I'm Robert Kraft, I'm saying, until you show me real evidence that you can't do this anymore. No doubt. We can start talking about you not doing this if anymore. You, if you top five, there are 27 franchises that would love to have you. Yes. My thing is this, is, is until you start showing me signs that you are do not have the ability to perform this no position, question. we can start talking about that. But right now you're showing me zero signs dude, that you can't dude, perform this position. Dude, Denver signed Peyton Manning, and Peyton looked in way worse physical shape. And they won a and Super Bowl. And they won Bowl. a Super Bowl. <laughs> he could barely throw. Yes. And Extend they won this. a Super Bowl. Extend this, dude. Omaha, Omaha run play. Omaha, even Omaha even, even though play. I don't rock with Tom Brady like that. Okay, so he wants to play until he's 45. That's four years from now, right? Four more years. Is he going to be suiting up for the 2022 season? 2022-23 season. I don't. I personally don't think he's going to make it to 45. I don't think so either. All right, that's just me personally, right? I don't think it's the greatest relationship between him and Belichick, mm-hmm. right? So that element is it. And I think sometimes you can be selfish and think that Father Time gonna lose. Father Time ain't ever gonna lose. No, like it's no. it's inevitable. So is Father Time gonna give you four more years? I personally don't think. So. I don't think it's the relationship between him and Belichick that's gonna be the problem. It's gonna be the relationship between him and a defensive lineman or a linebacker when they line side hit. Yep. It's gonna be one hit where it's just like the pliability and the, the not eating strawberries and all that stuff is cool. Yep. But there will be one hit. That's just going to be the rest of it. And, and I don't want it to happen. I would never wish that, that on anybody, but that's just kind of how I and see it. And in that happening. league, yo, you can play too long. Yep. And, and when people say play too long, what do you mean, Marcus? A year, two years? No, one play. One play. Too long. Yep. Well, we'll see what happens. And 
in a similar position, Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski has not looked like himself this year. I mean, you remember three seasons ago, he was the best player in football, arguably the best player in football. Unstoppable force. No question. Agile, quick, fast, catch the ball in weird places. He was the best tight end, if not the best receiver, if not the best player in football. This changed this year. While he's on the field, he looks different while he's on the field. He's been nagging injuries, serious injuries for the past few years. He was asked about that. And let's listen to his response about the toll that his body has taken playing this sport. Just try to imagine getting hit all the time and trying to be where you want to be every day in life. It's tough. And everyone expects us players to be wide awake every single day. And it's like, yo, like I just took 50 hits to my head or like you're not to my head but i'm saying i just took 50 collisions and then like the next day everyone wants you to be up you they want practice full speed they next week they want the game to be full speed but they don't understand sometimes what players are going through with their bodies with their minds i don't understand what players are going through with their bodies and their minds but that's why you're here marcus spears you played nine seasons in the league what are players going through with their bodies and their minds hell do you think this will be the last game that Rob Gronkowski plays? Yeah. Really? Hell, yeah. You think this is the last game Rob Gronkowski plays? Listen, bro, th- that conversation that Rob Gronkowski had is a reflection. It's a reflection, yo. And, like, what what else does Gronk have left to accomplish? He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yep, Super Bowl He's Champions. won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. He's arguably going to be mentioned in the top five tight ends to ever sure play the game. Sure, he's got a couple records there Sure, he got a couple records. Gronk got outside businesses that's doing successful. He got Gronk Fitness. Mm-hmm. He got his little football speaker thing. I don't know if that right? boat, I don't know if that boat party's going to be long. Look. I don't know if that boat party's nah, going to work, but he's got some long. other things going on. But, but, but on a serious note, it just seems reflectionary to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what most guys do before they hang the cleats up. You start hearing those type of interviews like, man, it was great. You know, it's it's tough to get going every year. Like, football players don't ask people to feel sorry for them. Like, we do this. We get paid well to do this. But not only the stress of having to compete for a job year in and year out, the stress of having to stay healthy, the stress of playing injured. Like, people, I, perspective, right, Cole? A normal person walking around get a high ankle sprain, they off work, and they getting workman's comp. Yep. We in there the day after trying to get treatment so we can get back on the field in six days. And some guys have done it. Terrell Owens had a broken leg. Three weeks later, he was playing the Super Bowl. It's crazy. Like, we not... So, it ain't the same. Like, it's not the same. Nobody can relate to that. And and I know for me personally, like, dude, being 300 pounds in the trenches, battling against another 300 pounder for 40 to 50 but plays. you guys collide every single we play, collide every too. Single if, you're, play. if you're Gronkowski, sometimes you run a dummy route, get back in the huddle. Yeah, but but Gronk blocks. Gronk mm-hmm. gets hit low. Mm-hmm. He's suffered injuries already. Like, it's... It's, it's a good point. He's hard to tackle, he so hard, if you're trying to tackle you him, hit you hit him low. low. Yeah. Like, it's... So, I... To me, it was reflection, right? And Gronk probably in his mind, like, man, if I get another bowl, I'm good. I'm One good. thing I like about this, I just want to point out, is when we hear Rob Gronkowski, he gets made fun of for the way he behaves and he dances and he's kind of goofy or whatever. But like, let's not let's not turn a blind eye to the fact that he's a human being, he's a human that being, has feelings, bro. and is intelligent. Absolutely, you cannot be as dumb as people think he is and be as successful as he is in the game of football. Can't. It just doesn't you work. Like it that. don't work like that. I ain't ever seen a dummy have a great career. Okay, now it's what I really want to talk to you about. Okay. We're getting close to the game. It's time to really get prepared for the game. Everyone's thinking about what they're going to go for the game, but more importantly, what they're going to eat. So me and you have each put up our top five 
must-have Super Bowl party foods. Let's take a look at the top four because each of our fifth one is a wild card. On my side, wings, guac, nachos, ribs. I got two proteins on there and two snackies on there. Take me through yours. Damn, that's heavy. Take me through yours. You're going to be backed up. All right, I got wings, Rotel. Hit the brakes, hit the brakes, hit the brakes. Balls. (laughs) Hit the brakes. What is Rotel? What is, like, I, I saw this on the list. I was like, wait, do tell what Rotel First, is. All right, let me tell you what it is, and then I'll explain to you why it's so good. It is melted cheese. Okay. It's ground seasoned ground beef. Do you make it or do you buy it? You make it. Okay. Right? You get chunks of, you get the cubes of Velveeta. You melt uh-huh. that. You get the, you get the uh, ground beef, and you season it, and you do it in a pan, cook it up. Oh, okay. Then you put it together. And then some people put tomatoes, some people put green that onions. Good. That sounds good. Listen, yo. That sounds really good. Look at me. That sounds really good. That sounds really good. I trust so, you. I trust I, you. I, like, Rotel been a part of I my life you. for a long time. I trust and you. I, so I, like your, I like your number three, too. Sliders, bro. I have a theory that all foods are better in a smaller version. No doubt. I got, you, I'm you with you I mean? on that. Like, if you a full burger, you you're committed to a burger, you're, you're going to be full, whatever. A slider, you grab one and grab one another spot. When I used to get them double whoppers at Burger King, Mm-hmm. I used to tell them to cut in half. Oh, I like that. It, the presentation was better, I cut and my it made me feel better. I cut my burgers no in half the second they come. I'm, I'm the same way, I and I put I put eggs over medium on mine, so I got to cut in half. Oh, I like that. And so, you got fries. I got fries. But uh, easy fries? food, quick. You can do season all. You can what do type of fries. I, I, for me, preferably, and my people, Cajun fries. Oh, I like that. Right with some seasoning. So both of our number fives are a bit of a wild card. So yeah. we, we we held them off. But let's reveal your number five. Cake. Cake. Yes. Cake. Sweets. Cake? I was going to say cupcakes, but it was a soft move. Cake, was, cake is overrated. Cake ain't overrated. Cake is overrated. What I'd rather have some ice cream over cake any day like of the week. Showers, cake huh? is wildly overrated. Yeah, like taking It's wildly showers. overrated. And honestly, the frosting, frosting is not even good. No. I, I, frosting I'm, is not I'm even with good. You, I'm with you on the frosting. I'm with you with, like, I can, to me, my, like, my dream cake is a yellow cake. Warm. Just that's it. That's it. No, like no, it. no frosting on no top. People try to get cute with the frosting. You get those big chunks nah, of frosting. I don't, need all that. I don't like that. I need yellow cake warm. I got a real wild card for mine. Okay. A real wild card. Because it's you. This got some edibles. <laughs> this you, you throw some wild card in there. You know what I mean? See what happens. You eat some of those in the first quarter. See the second half. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> what is your Super Bowl Sunday plan? How, this might sound lame, but I'm excited about it. Okay. My daughter playing a volleyball tournament this weekend. Great. Right? And, like, summer league volleyball, like, teams, they don't give a damn about the Super Bowl. No. They Jalen's, don't daughter, Jalen's daughter, Mariah, does this, too. Same yeah, thing. Like so, my like daughter has a, volleyball. My, this is the first volleyball tournament I'm going to be able to go see my daughter play. She's 11. She's 5'11". Whoa. She plays for the 13U TAV volleyball team in Texas. That's dope. Who's very good. Because it's hard to be a 13-year-old girl, 11-year-old girl. Like, especially when you're that tall, you can feel self-conscious about it. Exactly. People make fun of you, whatever. And and the great thing is. It's turned into something positive. Yeah, the great thing is her best friend, Jaden, who is Nate Living's. I played with Nate. Nate's like my brother. We played in Dallas together. And they're best friends? Best friends. And Jaden's tall, too. And and Nate's wife Diane is six one. She ran track at LSU. My wife is six one. She played basketball. Me and Nate both tall, big football players. Diane and, like, and Aisha cool. They best friends. Oh, that's the best. It's weird, bro. That's it's, the best. It like it. it 
so when they signed with Dallas and came, it was like this is the best thing ever, right? Mm-hmm. My wife now got her friend, best friend that she has, Nate there, we brothers, and our kids are the same age. And the, one of the things, what? How old were your kids when they met? Uh, Kari was three. Yeah, so uh, Jay been friends since they were three. Exactly. So it's like, so when did you guys meet? It's like I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, she just was there. around yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. She's just just but, been but there. now they real friends, man. So when we moved to Charlotte, it was kind of sad for my daughter because she was away from her best friend, and now we back in Dallas and they super close. So what are you doing and for the game? So you're, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be in the stands. I won't be. Game. I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll go to the game. I'm I'm a I'm a cheer hard. Probably lose my voice at the volleyball game, and then for the Super Bowl, just have a few people over, cook out, yeah. relax, bro. Like I don't um I'm not a big sit down and watch an entire game type of dude. Oh no, that's interesting. Cole, let me tell you how. Oh, I do. I'm I'm a sit down and watch an entire. Nah, game. Nah, let me tell you how I do my work with what I do now. I do all coaches film. Okay. Cause I can't watch a game without analyzing it. Like when I'm watching football. That's why I love the NBA and college basketball so much. Cause I'm enjoying so like work. It, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm watching football, I'm like, damn, why they do that? If I have and, fun during a game, if I'm with my boys drinking or whatever, I will watch the YouTube melt. They've got that like 20 minute YouTube melt. I'll watch it'll that. Take you through the whole just, thing. And then take notes. Cause yeah. you have to, if you do what we do for a living, you can't just watch it like a regular fan. You can't family. watch it like you a regular fan. You can't have 12 man. beers and have a bunch no. of conversations. No. And be, take a nap. You know what I mean? Like you can't, can't do, do that and then can't talk about it. the next day. That's why I always, I always watch the coaches film like a couple of days after the game before I'm about to go talk about it. Yeah. Now in college, Sometimes I'm forced to watch the game because there's so many on mm. at one time. Yeah, and, yeah. and teams that I'm covering. Yeah, I can't. Games, I can't watch yeah. 35 games. Yeah. So I'll watch. Game. I'll watch the TV of of college, but pro football, I just watch it on Game Pass right after. Yeah, shout out to Game Pass. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Game Pass. Shout out. I got that on uh, on my phone. Yeah, that's it's, why it's I love fire. Like I'm not gonna watch every NBA game on Wednesday night. There's like 11 of them. So you go to YouTube, they got nine minute, you basically see every, every important possession. You yep. know what happened in the game. Yep. It's because I think that, you know, I've been doing this a long time. Respect the fact that people are listening to you as an expert. You know no what I mean? Doubt. Like, you no cannot, doubt. you cannot fake it into a microphone and act like you watch a game when you watch a 30 second highlight and then act like you, you can't you know do I mean? it. That you're an expert. You like, can't do it. People will, you might be able to do it one day. You might be able to do it one year, but you can't do it for a career. You, you bring up a, a great point because I don't think people realize how hard it is to be an analyst now because no. everybody has the same ability to view things that we do now. Yeah. Like, yeah. we used to have access to information that wasn't out there. That's why when you look at Adam Schefter and Woj and your relationships in the NBA and Jalen relationships in the NBA, the insider information is the biggest thing now in media. It is. Right? So when I come in as an analyst, my job is to add flair to what you already know. Mm-hmm. Right? And maybe give a different perspective because we look at the game differently. But for most people, man, they looking for you to make it interesting. Like, yeah. I want to see this talked about in an interesting manner. Yeah. Right. That's and then I got some important. inside stuff in the NFL yeah, and in college. Because you know people. You know I mean? Yeah. That's how that works. But you do see the game in a way that an average fan doesn't. They don't. I don't. I think the average fan thinks they see the game the yeah. way you do. Yeah. Like I played high school football. Yeah. So so like I know what a Tampa two yeah. is. You know what I mean? But like. You know, that you don't know what a Tampa ago. two is yeah. when the safety runs a four two. Yeah, <laughs> and he two twenty. Yes, but like, like, yeah. I think that we all think, and when I say we, I mean people that didn't play at a high level 
think that we understand the game on the same level you do, but in, yeah. but I've been around people that played enough yeah. that we do not. Well, see, here's the thing: no. people got to realize, man. Like there's a there's a great book. I don't know the name of it, and I never read it, but I know the an Bible. excerpt. The Bible. The Bible is the greatest book all the time. But it's an excerpt out of this book that says it takes ten thousand hours to make you an expert. That's a Malcolm Gladwell. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now, what I always ask people to respect the fact that professional athletes have logged more than 10,000 hours yes. at their profession if you were granted to play that long. I played nine years. I logged more than 10,000 hours playing football. So I do know a little bit more than a guy that's never played or even a guy that played for a year or two. Yeah. Right? Because I've seen like literally nothing that happens in football surprises me other than the, the missed call in the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it never but surprises me, man. I was watching that I was watching that in live speed. It didn't it look bang bang. It didn't look as egregious. I mean, yeah. I thought it was a pass interference. I expected to see a yellow handkerchief on the ground, yeah. but it, but it wasn't so egregious. And when you watch it in slow and you watch it from different angles over and over, and he, you know, it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, it was. Cool. It was. I know. We talked about it yesterday. Jeez. So here's you know what my Super Bowl plan is. What I you go got? into the chamber. I was about to ask you. I go into the chamber. I go into my room. And, and my wife knows kind of keep the kids out. I'll have them come in and yeah. out. I'm not going to be a jerk about it. But I go into my room. I, I put the lights down. I put the volume up to 100. And I just, just me in the game. Just a one. You don't have no partners? No, like they're going to be, they're throwing a party. They want me to come. But they, I know what's going to happen there. There's going to be drinks and there's yep. going to be food and there's going to be side conversations and there's going to be miss this half and that. And I'm, the, and then I'm, if I'm expected to speak about it into a microphone the next day, yeah. I respect the microphone too much to do that. I feel you on that one. You know what I mean? I feel so you so on I go that into one. my chamber. Well, fortunately really like for me, I don't have to talk about it the next day. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you enjoy yourself. I can enjoy myself. You enjoy yourself. Yeah. I'm going to the next game. I'll probably be on the grill. I'm going to the next game. For earlier in the day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, my boy Lucian's birthday. Shout to Lucian. Yo, let me ask you this, yo. Obadanga forever. Let me ask you this since you bring up the Knicks. What's wrong? Ownership. That's the, that's Ownership. it. Ownership. It just, it's, tri- you know, trickle down economics. So why, why, this is just trickle down suck economics. So why, why is it not as simple as, I guess it's a billionaire that don't give a damn, right? I mean, when you say ownership, because it's too much James information Dolan. out here for James Dolan not to know that, hey, I need to make these few adjustments that make my franchise a little bit better. It's it's ownership. It's players development. It's never tanking. It's 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 buying names over games. You know what gotcha. I mean? Like there's a whole era where it's yeah. like, let's get Steve Francis in here. Let's get Stephon Marbury in here. Let's oh, let's sign these guys to big deals. Like, let's, you know, let's get Stoudemire in here. It's just like just names over games. It's like you're, you're probably better off doing is getting some younger people, developing them, yeah. getting some role players, and building then you a get team. To the point where you win, you know, and, and then or, or maybe realizing that you're not going to win a championship, so being bad for a little bit, getting some making some smart draft picks. I think KP was an, a great draft. Pick for them, but that was environment. Just, that was, well, that's one of ten, and it's an environment. You know? It's the environment, man. Like you know, it's you bring a great player into a bad environment, mm-hmm. and that great player is just good. Yeah, and then you some of mean? the coaching regimes haven't been great. Yeah. You know, like the, it sucks, man. Like the Knicks supposed to be good. I tell people all the time in college football, like. Notre Dame being good is great for college football. It is. I might not be a Notre Dame fan. I don't. I don't really. A Notre Dame. I don't really care about Notre Dame. Yeah. To be honest with you, like all the tradition and all of that is great for the people that respect it. Yeah, sure. But for me, it's like I know Notre Dame enhances college football when they're good. Yes. Like they make it more interesting. And then you can tell all of those yeah, stories, the Knicks right? Being good is good. Yeah. For it's the great NBA. for the it's NBA, good for our man. Business. It's good for the NBA. Yeah. I think they're going to get a free agent this summer. 
But I don't think that makes them a contender. It makes them a playoff team. Make them a playoff team. That's what it does. I, like an NBA championship at the Garden, right? I was I was there here in New York when they last made the finals. Oh, they forget that team, the Allen Houston team, like right after Ewing left it. Like they were, you know. They, John Starks. Yeah. He wasn't there. It was, it was after was that. It was kind of like Latrell Speedwell, Allen oh, okay. Houston. You know, okay. uh, PJ Brown. It was kind of like one of those. I think he was on the Heat at the time. A good developed team. Yeah, it was. It was a Jeff Van Gundy was the coach. I think yeah. it was 1999. I want to yeah. say. Yeah, I was, they went to the finals and got waxed by the Spurs. But it was exciting. Yeah, it was I was like, winning the state championship in high school basketball. Yeah, there yeah. you there you were. You remember the four point play, Larry Johnson Larry four point Johnson. play? I think it was that year they beat Jalen and the Pacers. Damn. Now, here on this show, we love to celebrate power couples. You and your wife, Aisha, power couple. Me and my wife, Joey, power couple. Jalen and Molly, power couple. And we have an update on a power couple that we've been tracking pretty closely. A little too closely for some of the producers of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Cardi B and Offset. Married. Had a child. Broke up. There was some alleged infidelities on Offset's side. Offset cheated. Yeah, but it's alleged. Nah, he cheated. He cheated. Yeah. Well, now TMZ is reporting that they're back together. They're living together, but there's now a no groupies ro- rule for Offset. So it took him to get with a groupie to implement a no groupie <laughs> I guess rule. So, I guess so. I guess, maybe gotcha. should talk, that should have been part of the vows. That should have been, in sickness and health and in no groupies. Very quickly, <laughs> do you think he will be able to stick to the no groupies rule? Nope. Nah. I don't think so either. Nah. They on the road a lot. Moving on to something a little more relevant for sports fans. Marcus Spears. Here we go. The biggest game of the year is on Sunday. The Rams and McVeigh against the Patriots and Brady and Belichick. Who wins the Super Bowl and why, Marcus Spears? Rams 28-24 because Todd Gurley goes off. What? That's why? You mean Todd Gurley who touched the ball four or five times? I'm sorry. In the AFC Championship game? Todd Gurley goes off. And you know why I can say that? Why? Because of the East. The fear of God shoes that you got. <laughs> Every, people, people are listening to this show right now, watching this show. They're gonna be like, "I'm gonna bet on, I'm gonna bet on the Rams because he said Todd Gurley's gonna go off." And yes. then you just put some sneakers on the table, and they were like, "I'm not gonna bet the Rams." They're not gonna bet the Rams. Why is Todd Gurley gonna go off? Because look, I believe this wholeheartedly, like on, on a serious nature for for this game. I believe McVay was going to give Todd more run if they would have needed him against the Saints. They were down 13 to nothing. Listen to what I'm saying. C.J. Anderson was doing enough to keep them in drives, right? And they created that with Dallas. C.J. Anderson was rushing. If I can get, if I can get through this game with a, with a back that's unhealthy, who's by the way, who has been a league MVP. And if I can get through the NFC championship without overusing him, what you think he going to do in the Super Bowl? I think. That I don't know who's going to win the game. I can see either team winning by 21 points. Well, that's but not a I prediction. Think, but I think if the Rams are going to win, it's because it's because Aaron Donald and Dom Sue go up the middle. Tom just, Brady cannot take interior pressure. He can't take interior pressure, but I've never seen like that part of the game stop him. Nope. That's fair. I want to thank you, Marcus Spears, for sitting in for Jalen Rose last couple days. Always a pleasure to have you on. Look forward to having you back. You back next week? I'm not back next week, but anytime, bro. All right. I tell y'all all the time, man. I respect my OGs and I appreciate y'all giving me the look. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks to everybody who called in 98580 Jalen. Make sure you leave us some voicemails. We got a mean L Hassan in tomorrow because we're not done. Why is that here? Right? Done. We're not done. We're not done.
They my little guys. I love Speaking them. of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs>